right, so I don't call them hoes. I mean, I call them. Now, rap music is probably the most popular genre of music today. Would you agree? Do you want me to Google it and get the statistics? No, I don't. We can have another argument if you no, like. No, I don't want to argue. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Now, today, we're here. This will be... We're going to be talking about one specific rapper, but before we get into him, I do want to just talk about maybe a little bit of the general consensus around rap. I'd say rap and hip-hop is probably the most popular genre of music today. Along with pop, I would say those are definitely the top two, but I would argue that rap and hip-hop have much more influence on culture than pop music does. Um, I... I won't agree 100% because I think it depends on where you look and what demographics you're looking at. Oh, yeah, obviously. I'm talking you know, more in a general sense, especially hip- among with, the younger generation of yeah, people. Yeah, with the people in our generation, I'd say hip-hop is definitely the most popular it's ever been. The, yeah, definitely. You and, know, and, and it definitely carries a an influence over, you know, the people that listen to it. You know, from a young age, I've, I was influenced by hip-hop and rap just because it, it... I just always thought it was very good music it was entertaining to listen to yeah this isn't to say that other genres are not influential or have no impact but i mean 30 years ago like hip-hop and rap were still big but not to the level they are now yeah they were 1993 the chronic released and that's basically what dropped hip-hop into the mainstream uh, no i know but and in dropping into the mainstream 1989 straight out of compton happened and that was like the biggest that was like the biggest thing to ever happen in rap but it, n- you're right in terms of rap history, but in terms of it being more popular, it's objectively more popular today than it was 30 years ago. Yeah, I suppose so. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to argue that, like, the, those, this... those events were not influential in, like, rap history, because they obviously were. But, and I think this is part of the reason why I, w- I would agree with the statement that rap and hip-hop today is not as good as it was 30 years ago. I don't think that's a universal rule. I don't, especially... Well, about what the person we're about to talk about, it's definitely not a universal rule. And I think part of it's also, there's nostalgia obviously plays a factor, but we also have to consider that there are just way more rappers today. And well, when yeah. You, when you have way more, there's just going to be more bad rappers. Because uh, there's just way more. I don't know that there's more. I mean, there there's, is a, there's, there's, a, there's a There's definitely more. Are we counting, like, the SoundCloud people? We're, we're counting everyone. Anyone who has over, like, a million monthly listeners on Spotify. There's a lot more. I'm pretty sure this guy that we're talking about doesn't does even have a million. And I, I know. We're not, I'm, no, I don't we're know. Not about, talking about I don't know about that. Rap was big in the 90s. No, again, I'm rap just, was I'm big. I'm just saying. But in terms of like American culture, it was not to the level it's at today. Because there, I mean, obviously this is kind of a subjective opinion. Well, maybe. I don't know. I would. I think it's way bigger. The early 1990s hip hop rap genre was the most prevalent on the Billboard Top 100. Was it really? Exploded to become by far the most common genre of music on the Billboard Top 100. It definitely for is the two, most common today. Yeah, uh, yeah. For two decades. Even most like pop music today, like most of the, not mopes, but a good chunk of the songs will have like a rap feature on it. I would yeah. I would say that like the early two thousands is where it be was where this trend obviously began. Especially if we look like forty or fifty years ago, rock was definitely the most prevalent. Oh yeah, in American well, I mean, culture, and this has obviously shifted. Yeah, well, I mean, if you want to get into the kind of like rock rock rap 
crossovers that happened that that's really what brought it into the mainstream it was stuff like run dmc and they did a cover of walk this way by aerosmith that combined with the the early 2000s with eminem he's i mean he definitely isn't the best rapper of all time but he's his influence on on pop culture as a whole was probably the biggest the best white rapper go check out it now nah, here's That's a plug true. go check out our white rappers yeah, too. check That's out the, the only rappers we're allowed to rank i am glad i'm glad you caught that that was the one that i was throwing that one out there for well the guy we're about to talk to is like triple s tier he's definitely above if, if he every, was on he was definitely above everybody on our list i would never even considering if if he was like in comparison to where all the white rappers were on our tier well, list he, he is like <laughs> triple quadruple a million s above all of well, them well he definitely it's doesn't not even close he definitely doesn't qualify for our tier list i'll say De- that much. definitely not but i, I want to throw i didn't want to throw out a public enemy he got game as well as a crossover with some uh rock that's true that's that was, a good one that's another good example of that that's so, not a that's not really a in in my eyes at least like a huge popular one though it's not but i think it's a good example of the trend no it's really good i think honestly i think that may be the best example of it It might be i mean because they got they got steven stills to be on that yeah they yeah that's that's the thing well i mean i don't know well run dmc actually got aerosmith to do the chorus on walk this way Uh, they they, they, like in the music video aerosmith's in it i think they're also the other trend that we should note is that late 90s early 2000s there's a lot more rap groups it's not really the case anymore it's mostly solo artists. No, and then they'll do. What, what big yeah. rap groups are there today? No, no, I'm saying no. There's no rap groups. Oh now. Yeah, yeah, I can't name one. Exactly. It's it's they'll they'll do collabs. I suppose. It's not like, you know, like D12, even... NWA, they just don't exist anymore. Yeah, I don't know that they even really make that much music. But I mean, you've got stuff like Earth Gang and like um, why can't I think of their name? I've listened to them too. It'll come to me. Suicide Boys is a group technically. You know. They're people just, people were mad they didn't. People groups, were mad basically. they didn't make the white rappers tier list. Apparently, another plug. Go watch it if you don't want to see the Suicide Boys on there, because apparently that was a topic of contest contest on there. Like, anyway, I'm thinking we should probably you know get into our yeah. We get can, into we can, get we can into use the, this pivot. So get into do the you, man. Do you think that rap today is as good as it was twenty, thirty years ago? Use that as a no. Tool. No, okay. No, you're asking like the most hardcore like '90s hip hop fan of all time, though. That's I mean, true, mate. You are you are a little biased, which is it. good though, because I think it gives a little bit of extra merit to this rapper we're going to talk about today. That's true, because I, I listen to a decent amount of rap, but I wouldn't call it necessarily my favorite genre of music. It is one of them. It's one of my favorite genres of music, but I listen to a wide. I know you do too. But I listen to a wide range of music, and honestly, this this guy has made me fall in love with the medium in a, I didn't in a way I didn't think I could. No. Oh, he's like at he least... makes me a pre like now after listening to him, I started listening to Kendrick more and it makes me really appreciate both of them and like that style of rap because I think he's he's the first ever rapper I've listened to where I'm like I'm getting similar vibes that I do from Kendrick's song, not that he's copying or like they're the same because they're not no. the same. But he's the first one where I'm like you know, I'm getting hints, you know what I mean? Like, I'm getting hints of, like, some similar stuff I saw in Kendrick music to this guy. Well, and a lot of, I mean, a lot of the music that uh, Kendrick Lamar produces and, uh, can I name drop him now? 
Can I say drop him? Topaz Jones. I mean, he's going to be in the title. Yeah, this is this is the rapper you why you should listen to him. Topaz Jones. I don't know what I'm going to name this one. It's either going to be like the most underrated rapper of all time or the greatest rapper. No, I wouldn't say he's the most underrated. He's just he's just not pop. He's just not that popular. It's not that people listen to him. They're like, oh, he's not that good. It's just that many not many people listen to him. He's not like a nobody. Like on Spotify, he has about a little under five hundred five hundred five hundred thousand monthly listeners, and on YouTube, he has like. 26k subs he's not like a nobody soundcloud rapper that like oh we'll plug this guy that yeah. went to my high school you know type deal like he he's like he's had success especially with his documentary don't go telling your mama which is the same name as his album and that won awards at the sundance film festival you know the biggest film festival in this whole country yeah and it won a bunch of awards and it's really great it was him and i want to shout out the other guy that made it with him rubber band make sure everyone gets credit for it i'm going to link both the album and the doc in the description go check it out go listen to it oh for sure i mean i would say i you know i mean we're almost nine minutes in now but listen before you get into this conversation like do yourself a favor listen to the whole album just the entirety of it i've listened to the entire thing like in the double digit times now and i oh I, me too. and i can be honest i don't think i've ever done that with an album before it's rare for me i've it's, done it i've done it to a couple of albums i have listened to some albums all the way through but to do it this many times, it's never happened to me. I've never yeah, done the, it this many times. I, and I mean, for a rap album, there's only a couple out there that I can think of that I've probably listened to as many times as this. And those albums are probably, you know, Illmatic, the first Nas album, which is one of the, another one of the best of all time, and, you know, uh, probably Section 80 by Kendrick Lamar. That or, that or To Pimp a Butterfly, one of the two. I think those are those two are probably his best albums. I'm I'm still kind of getting into the door with Kendrick and uh, Good Kid, Mad City is the one I've listened to the most. Good Good Kid, Mad City is a really good album too. I that's the one I have on vinyl. That's the one that you know I I know the most songs on, but I don't actually usually sit and listen to the whole album because I I just listen to some of the songs off of it. Whereas um, when I started getting into Kendrick, I started listening to more of like I listened to like the whole album all the way through, especially because things like Untitled or I'm saying Untitled Unmastered, which is another album he has, but not the one I'm thinking of. Um, Section eighty, where if you listen to it in order, it kind of tells a story, and he bridges all the songs with these different like almost snippets of poetry, where it's not even music. Um, and that's the point I kind of wanted to circle back to is that the reason that I like Topaz Jones so much is the same reason that I like Kendrick Lamar as far as rap now goes as such a big fan of rap from the 90s is that those two artists specifically to me tend to be the most like prolific like and they have the most to say as a rapper like they actually their music relates more to society issues in society that they themselves have experienced or seen experienced by others whereas a lot of the other rappers now it's more about the bitches and money and fast cars and extravagant lifestyle and not as much about the cultural side of rap and where it came from and it's not really my place to speak on that either because i it's not something that i even really understand but you know it's i can still appreciate it from a distance you know no that's 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 definitely like, a point like, i wanted to you bring know like up. A, like a fly on the wall yeah i wonder i did want to bring that up in the fact that Obviously, a lot of his songs, I would say a good chunk of them, are commentary on black culture, and like, specifically here in America, and obviously, in case you couldn't tell, we're not black, so. No, we are not, so. So, 
it's not something I can necessarily relate to. So someone who is from that background could probably, when they listen to this album, they're going to have a different experience than us, which is fine. Like, that's totally okay. And I, I totally recognize that when he was making these songs, we were not the target audience. But I think they're so good that it transcends everything. It transcends culture, transcends race. And I can appreciate them as art because yeah. they're just that good. And we're not going to talk about the commentary that he makes in this video because I, do, I don't want to ill speak or say it's, something that I, we don't fully understand because yeah. we're not from that. It's not our place. Pr- trust me, everybody. You'll get the commentary on the like, culture yeah. the day that we get him to come on our show. If we yeah, get, Tope- if we get Topaz but... Jones on our show, then we'll interview him and we can answer all of your questions it that is... you have. I want to focus more on it as an art form so that we keep his commentary like pure and exactly what he wanted to say. And yeah. again, I'm plugging his his... This whole album. Go listen to the whole thing. You want to understand his commentary? Me and you are not going to be able to explain it. Yeah. As good as he can. Yeah, and that's the thing is... Listen to it. You know, I have things to say about him, and I can say that his music, I can tell from the lyrics that it is about these different issues in black society, but I can't explain them to you because his words make more sense. Because... It's it's not our place to say this is how it works, but I, as a pure art form... It's some of the greatest music I've ever listened to. It really is. Well, and I mean, I'm a big fan of, like, lyricism as well. And he's he's very, very intelligent with his wordplay and his rhyming structure. Like, it's... What was that one example you said to me? My favorite... Okay, so my favorite one is yeah. off of his most popular song, Black Tame. Because, you know, he's he's leading into it and he goes, And I could have two left feet and no rhythm. If she does give a sec to me, it's no kidding. Which is funny because it's like... It's this line where he's saying that, you know, it's very like, you know, getting that time from this girl is very important to him. And at the same time, it's like he's saying vasectomy, like give a sectomy. He's saying vasectomy, no kids, no kidding. It's it's really clever. Like when the first time I heard that, it like lit up this part of my brain that's like never been lit up before. I heard it and I was like, wow, that's like the smartest thing I've ever heard. It's so simple. It was like five seconds. Yeah, it's like it's like a. It's a double entendre in in one line. It's it, honestly, know? it feels like every single like line in every song, there was like thought put behind. It wasn't just random. There is. There's definitely thought and intent behind every word that he says. I mean, even the end of that song, Black Tame, is it's a poem. I mean, the beat basically disappears for the end after the last chorus, and he raps for like a minute or so straight. You know to a very simple beat that's not the rest of the song and it's uh, you have to listen to it i can't describe it to you i I might be able to read the words to you but it'll never be the same you have to listen to it yeah we were talking after i i i I introduced you to this this guy because i i was shown his documentary before i ever listened to any of his music i just watched the documentary going in totally blind had no idea who he was or like what this was going to be about and the documentary in terms of like the filmmaking aspect, the cinematography, the sound design, everything, it is like a beautiful, a stunning like visual accompaniment to this album. And there's a bunch of interviews interlaid that are more like commentary based. But if we're talking specifically just about like the more music video segments part, they're they look like the color pops. It was actually I don't know if I told you this, but it was all made on film. Yeah, it was completely yes, you did made tell me on that. film. And it makes it look so stylized and so perfect. And after 
watching the doc, I'm like, this guy's a pretty good rapper. So I, I just went and listened to the album to see if I would like his music. And you're right, it's like a light switch goes off in your brain. You're like, this is what rap should be. This is like the pinnacle. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's there's nothing like it. And I think that, you know, listen to him. I can't say it enough. Listen to him because I want him to get really famous. I want him to be... This so, is this is not so, a shame. This is a totally shameless plug. Go listen, yeah, listen to the to entire him. album. What do you mean? Yeah, I'm not gonna try and gatekeep this guy. I'm not gonna be like, yeah, bro, I know this really good rapper. I ain't telling you his name though. Like, no, go is, listen to him. Make we're him the opposite of gatekeeping here. Everyone, go listen. Yeah, nah, nah, dude. I'm the I'm the gate man. I open the gate. I'm like, bro, come in, listen, because it'll it'll change your perspective on the genre as a whole. I mean, I think that you could show this music to somebody because it's not even very profane either. Like it's. There's not a lot of cursing or vulgarity in it. There's some, but not to the same extent as, you know, other rappers and rap groups. That's true, but every time he uses profanity, it doesn't just feel like a throwaway line like a lot well, of yeah, times it's not, it does. Well, yeah, it's not just a rhyme. It's like it's in there for a reason. But I'm what I'm saying is you could take this this album, specifically Don't Go Telling Your Mama, and you could probably sh- play this album and show it to somebody who does not like rap. Not Not somebody that doesn't listen to it, somebody that doesn't like it. And I bet you they would still like this album. Because it's so different from everything else. Like, it's very outside the norm, and it's not what's a lot of rap is in, in like, pop culture now. You know? Yeah, that's totally true. It's, it's honestly insane, because there's not many 10 out of 10 albums, but this one qualifies. And pretty much every single song is a banger. Like, I enjoy every single song. Even the ones that are my least favorite, yeah, I still enjoy. Oh, I'll, so I mean, I'll go to work, you know, and um, you know, I some sometimes at work I paint, and you know, if I'm painting a room or something, sometimes I'll put that album on. I don't skip any songs. I listen There's to it. I, I listen to it beginning to end, like you know, while I'm at work, and it, it's just it, you know, it it's clears your mind it's very relaxing music to listen to to be honest like you know even some of the songs that are more intense are still like they they almost give you this feeling of comfort i know it's it's crazy i can i legit cannot think of any other artist where i won't skip a song i cannot think of a single rapper who like you know and and as a a longtime fan of the genre like that has ever affected me in this way so quickly like, lots of the other rappers, they had to grow on me. Like, I listened to him, and I was like, oh, this guy's pretty good. And then I listened to, like, everything. This dude has got, what, two albums out, maybe? He's Or he's got an EP and an album. And then a few singles out there, a few features. Um, I th- like, I mean, Don't Go Tell Your Mama is his, like, main thing. Yeah. I know he, he just recently released Broke, which was a single. I don't know if he has any other full albums. Yeah, he no. He does. No, he does. In 2016, he released Arcade, which was a full album. But that's the only other one. Yeah. So he's had two albums. Yeah, there's been two albums and and a bun- and a handful of singles too. Yeah. So on, like, in terms of like quantity, he had, doesn't have as many songs as like other artists do. But he's also I I don't know exactly how long he's been doing this, but well, he seems. I mean, 2016. That's fairly new, you know. Yeah, that's that's for your, not for your first. That's his first album ever. Like you know, a lot of rappers they got to make a few he, albums. He before said they get big. he came onto the scene in 2013. Yeah, so it's been ten years. Ten years. All right. So he started out what when he was 20. Yeah. 
Which makes now, sense. Yeah, now he's 30. And he, he's, re- and he he's, released his masterpiece in 2021. That's when the album came out. It, and it really is a masterpiece. I mean, it's like the, it's like the Mona Lisa of music. It's, it's insane, like... And I don't, and I don't think it's just specifically the qua- the quality of like it, any single song off the album. It's the overall quality of the whole album, beginning to end. There are no songs that are like boring or not entertaining, and the the lyrics and the beats and stuff also have enough variety that they all feel different. And it's not oversaturated either. It's not an album with you know twenty five songs on it. It's got what eleven, twelve, if that. Do you know off the top of your head? Um, I do not know exactly. Okay, let's do a quick count. There is 13. 13. 13 songs. <clears throat> Pretty close. You know, so it's it's not like an, an oversaturated album. There's not all these songs that, you know, there's, there's filler. There's stuff that you don't want to listen to. There's stuff that you skip. It's like the perfect length. I think the album's a little over an hour. Or yeah. Like exactly an hour. It is, and it's perfect. It's a really nice short listen, and all of the songs will keep you entertained. It's, this, you it's know, crazy. You know, AJ, this isn't really even a podcast episode. We're just doing an ad. This is like an ad for yeah, This is just a big ad. We should probably send him the bill. Does he have a P.O. box? <laughs> P.O. You box. Owe, you owe us this for the ad? I'm just looking at his YouTube description right now, and I, I, I absolutely love the, the log. It's kind of like a log line in a film for him. It goes, Topaz Jones is a loud dispatch from a soft signal. I don't know what that means, but it somehow it describes him perfectly. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes it makes a lot of sense. It's absolutely crazy. Seems, this one says he has two independent LPs: the Honeymoon Suite and Arcade. I saw Arcade, but uh, I think the Honeymoon Suite is an EP. Yeah, it's it not might, like a full album. I think it's like six songs. It might doesn't look like it's on Spotify. Nope, it's not. So go check this man out wherever you listen. Hey, and if you find this hidden album that we haven't heard of, send it to us. I want to listen to it. Yeah, I want to listen to it. It's. I know, I know this is just a massive promotional piece for him, but it's... Yeah, it I is. I can't think of how else to describe him other than, like, magic. Like, I think po- it's basically like he's a poet. Like, he's writing poetry in every one of his songs. And a lot of the songs also have, like, home video audio at the end of them. That's kind of references to the documentary. And they're simple, and usually the... Whatever, the, the archival audio doesn't necessarily, like relate i mean it does usually relate to the song that he's singing but for some reason it just beautiful wraps up where it's like after this beautiful beat goes and like i think like all of his like the bridges like the melodies is the best i've ever heard from any rapper yeah oh yeah his 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 melodies are very good as well i mean it's all good all around it's good music i mean do you want to spend since you brought it up i can we spend a couple minutes talking about the documentary because you kind of yeah we we talked about it but you only talked about it from the the perspective of the music and the music video component, but I think I, that... I was kind of going coming at it from more of like the technically it is like from a filmmaking technical sense it is like spectacular. But... It is. Well, I think not from a not from a filmmaking technique, but from a, a viewing standpoint that I had. I you know I don't have the same background as you in this in this thing, but I thought it encapsulated the album well because of like you said those the home video audio at the end of some of these songs and stuff and just the overall tone of it like you know like i said the the cultural significance of the album in combination with the music itself 
having the these different combinations of these silent still shots and music video components and interviews all kind of interwoven with this like alphabet theme to it no, nobody saw my air quotes there but yeah. that's the the, well, the theme of the, the theme is it's the alphabet of like black culture basically and each one each letter represents a different aspect yeah. of the, the community and I know, it creates like a really interesting narrative because i know it was before i saw it i was prefaced with it was like hearkening back to some like old like law or they're like I think it's called the Black ABCs. I'd have to look up exactly. But it was like something that I think it was like a teaching method that was used and he was kind of like redirecting it to be more accurate. You yeah. know what I mean? To like the, the culture. I don't know. I don't want to talk about that too much just because, again, not. We're yeah, not, yeah that's, that's, not, that's not really our wheelhouse. But I was just kind of saying in general that is kind of the theme. So if that's a topic you understand, if it's a topic that you want to understand, um, you know, li- li- you know, watch it. Watch the documentary too. Watch- listen, I would say listen to the album first, and then go and watch the documentary because the documentary adds, I think, not a needed but a very much appreciated context to the album. Um, you know, do listen to it. Listen to it all. Support him. That's crazy. Follow him on Spotify, subscribe to him on YouTube. I'm going to link all of it in the description. Right before we go, we're each going to rank our top three songs. Mine's Dial, Black Tame, Baba 70s. What are yours? Mine are probably Black Tame. Um, I like Broke. That one's been growing on me. No, I meant and just on the album. Broke is great too, broke. but just oh, on this album. Oh, just on Don't Go Telling yep. Your Mama? Oh, then it's probably Black Tame, Dial, and um, Buggin'. Buggin'. Great choices. I mean, they're all great choices. They're all great. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter which song's your favorite, as long as it's off of off of his discography. You know. Yeah, that that's honest. Because it is. It really is. I mean, it's we have a we have a uh, combined playlist on Spotify, and we like half of the album is on there now. I we just, were worried. I, we were worried about it getting oversaturated, but it's like you you can't I just keep just, adding them. It's like you can't just pick three or four to put on, like because and the album's be... so short and well contained that. You know, you want to throw them all in the mix because then you get to hear it more often when you put it on shuffle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's it's just I I can't listen to one or two. It's got to be like seven, eight of them. Yeah. yeah, it really is. So I'm if if you're a fan of rap, even if you're not a fan of rap, but especially if you're a fan of rap, do yourself a favor and just check this guy out. Yeah, yeah. If you're a, if you're a fan of rap, check it out. If you don't like rap, but you're still listening this far in the episode, take my word for it. Try it. Just try it once. Don't just don't diss it right away. Listen to one song, listen to it all the way through, and then listen to the next one. Don't just listen to one song. Get a feel for it. Because even if it's a genre you don't like, I think this is an artist that everybody can appreciate. Just yeah, I Because it's not it's not even like rap. You, what you said is more accurate. It's more like poetry, you know? It almost feels like slam poetry, you know, not like, li- of, yeah. not like, not like you're listening to music, like someone's telling you something, you know what I mean? It is truly an, a work of art that belongs in a museum. It so belongs people, in a museum. So people thousands of years from now can come and listen to it and, <laughs> and get some appreciation of it as like, this is how, because I mean, even like, 
everything aside, it is a good commentary on American culture, regardless. Yeah. And a hundred years from now, this could be a perfect example of like, to like twenty twenty is American culture. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it really does, you know, encapsulate it well. Not just, you know, his personal culture in the black community, but kind of the the culture that's been happening in America in the last few years, you know? I mean, you can't play an ostrich. Things have changed and this music kind of matches that, you know? You get it captures that same kind of vibe that same kind of indescribable feeling that everyone's been having the last few years, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is, again, true work of art. There's I, I, there's not much more I can say about it. There's not. You just have to experience it yourself. Part, part of me almost feels like this has been a really good conversation, but almost like a broken record, because yeah. there's this is like the first episode we've had with no conflict in it. You know, there's not a single bit of argument, because... I agree with everything. You know... Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's the like one there's man nothing... that can bring us together in yeah. agreement. There's nothing. There's nothing to fight about on this guy because he's just so good. Like, what are we gonna argue about? You know, just besides which song is our favorite? Like, yeah, but I I love them all. So it's like I'm even if you pick a different one, I'd be like, I still like that song that. too. Well, like I know you said your favorite's Dial, and I'm like, oh, that's not my favorite, but I can see why you like it so <sighs> much. It's it's hard. This thing I struggle picking a favorite. It really is hard. hard. I love you know just. Right before we end, I just want to do a personal message to Topaz Jones. Thank you for making this incredible art that Please. we get to experience. I love you. I love your art. Thank you. Thank you for the genuinely. album that you produced. Please, please get in contact with us and come on our show. I, you are the only musician that I would like to interview in the whole world. It's crazy. He really is. Go support his own. Go support the documentary by him and Rubber Band. That was the other director. I, I want to make sure he gets a proper shout out as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all gonna be. Yeah, support his socials. And they're not that. They really don't. They, he doesn't have that big of a following. This is on, a more social media. short, chill episode. I think we'll we'll definitely talk more about rap in some future episodes. Maybe do more of like a general retrospective on how it's changed and other music yeah. genres as well. But I think this guy is so good. He deserves his own episode. No, he really did. I mean, when you floated this idea, you know, you're like, hey, let's do an episode. I have an idea for, you know, just a quick one. And I was like, what is it? You go, Topaz Jones. I'm like, ah, shit. He's right. It's like I did not an, not a second of thought in it. I was just like, ah, he's right. We should do an episode on him. He deserves it. He does. And you know what? All of you deserve something, too. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Thank you for listening at all. If you didn't make it this far, if you quit out earlier... That's you still okay you still have my appreciation. No, thank you. We we appreciate all the support. Much love to everyone who listened this far. Like, subscribe. We really appreciate everything. And yeah, go listen to some Topaz Jones. You won't regret it. I guarantee it. You won't you won't regret it. I'll tell you something though. This is something that you'll want to tell your mama about. The other day I saw a spider on my wall. I watched it crawl to the ceiling. Thought to myself, being small looked appealing. No billing receipts, just chilling and sleeping. Resting on the windowsill, creeping. Uh. But see, the problem is policy and politics always play a role no matter where you go or how you live. Some play to cut, some climb, others recline in summertime. None of us outside when sun is shining. Uh. Come out at night, you see what we talking about.
They're spitting that finesse with flies on in their mouth. Be quiet as a mouse the moment that we hear one step. If you're not light on your feet, you might get crushed next. Lucky to make it to a day the way the murder rate was. Them people come, we getting sprayed, they might exterminate us. Wonder if hate is in their heart or is it taught? Then the daddy long leg drop game between the cough. <laughs>